It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to yet another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast, or you could call it the Insider Industry Podcast. It really doesn't matter because you're listening anyway. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, and with me, as always, are three people who I will get to at a time of my choosing. And the time of my choosing will be after I read this wonderful advertisement for our good friends at Hall's ID Line. That's right, they're a 48-year-old family-run company, and they have a staff, though, that has hundreds of years of combined experience. They offer free spec samples, random samples, any other marketing materials, and they're going to do that with your distributor logo and your details so you can use them to hand out to your customers. And to that point, they have a website set up for a free self-promo offer, which is fantastic. Selfpromo.idline.com. All you need to do is upload your artwork, your specific details, name, phone number, such and such, and they're going to produce 100, that's right, not 50, not 75, not even 90, 100 free re-sticket calendars, and those are those repositionable decals that will keep your name in front of your clients for 366 days to come. So thanks to our good friends at ID Line. Really appreciate their sponsorship of this podcast. Now with me, as always, are three wonderful people. Let's not start by saying it's not. Well, sometimes <laughs> lovely and talented. Today you're wonderful. Let's start with the wonderful Stephen McFadden. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of the wonderful Jeff Franklin. That would be me. And the most wonderful Meg Erber. Yep, yep. All right. So we have a really cool topic today, very timely. We are going to talk about Veterans Day and the world of promotional products. And there's no better person to really lead this conversation than the lovely and talented and wonderful <laughs> Meg Erber. Meg. Hey. This is your topic, and I think uh, I, you know, obviously it's near and dear to your heart. Tell us why we're talking about this today. Thank you, Bill. Well, you know, I'm unapologetically American. I <clears throat> love that, you know, veterans in this industry are... I love that we have veterans in this industry, and military veterans, not just industry veterans. Um, I think that there are some interesting insights on how military experience plays a pivotal role in propelling success in the real world. For me, it ended up being in the promotional product industry. Um, and if you take a look or know each and every one of these veteran friends of ours, you could take a look at their role in their companies, their morals, their values, and you see how they're succeeding. You see the leadership. You see you know, their company culture. You and, and I think it really goes a long way. And we have a lot of good people in this industry that have military backgrounds. Um, for me, I think it really just helped with my leadership. You know, I, I, I did a lot. I was an interior communications technology specialist and I was a propulsion alarm specialist. And, you know, I was on an aircraft carrier. When I got to that boat, I was probably one of the only females in my de entire department. And I could have taken the easy road and done admin or, but I didn't. I went on every trouble call. I learned as much as I could. I earned the respect of my brothers. And because of that, I'm, you know, I'm still friends with these guys uh, 20 years later. We still go on camping trips. Our families are together. Um, so I don't want that to, the friendships, the, the camaraderie, but like I said before, the leadership. And I think that's what, what propels me in this industry, the, the drive, the move, move forward constantly. Um, 
I don't know. I, I just think that has a lot to do with it. I think I was telling I was telling Stephen he was um, he was thinking about hiring a veteran, and he was you know had some some uh, I guess some worries, right? And then I was, yeah, I was so talking I, to him about it. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just curious, and, and it's actually one of the questions I was going to ask you, uh, kind of in the spirit of of the podcast. You know, are there anything? Are, are there things about hiring a veteran or having a veteran part of your staff that? that I may not be aware of, you know, me not being a veteran, you know, are there, are there things that they'll look for in a company that I need to be, um, you know, th- that would be good. And obviously I could, I could talk to that person directly, you know, but just to kind of ha- be set up, you know, are there different challenges that they have in the workplace? Are there areas that they would succeed in? And I was talking to you about these just so I, I can better understand kind of behind the scenes of what would make a good uh, environment for, for a new employee like that. Yeah, um, and they were all good questions too. And I think, you know, in any job, like, you know, if there's cops, there's good cops and there's bad cops. With any military people, there's obviously good and, and bad people everywhere. So I don't want one person or two people that are out there in the news to ruin it by any means. But I think we all have this certain uh, ideology, ideology and this mindset where we just keep pushing forward. We rub some dirt in it and we keep going on. I, you know, I was literally on the phone with Bob Perkins from Premiums and Specialties this morning and we were talking and he just started going off and we were talking for about 30 minutes about his military experience. Now he met his wife there and it was just really cool. And he, he owns a, he owns a very, you know, lucrative promotional product company here in South Jersey. So, you know, it doesn't, it's not said, what am I don't trying to say here? Like, you know, it really does, does help me, guys. Help me with the words that I'm looking for. I have not had enough coffee here this morning to help me. <laughs> it prepared you. It prepared me and it prepared all of us. It really does. For the real world. Like we, a lot of us didn't, a lot of military veterans didn't go to college. Um, I went afterward and I was actually pre-med. So how did I end up here? I have no idea. But <laughs> Well, that's uh, one of my questions, Meg. I, I'm, I'm super curious with the people that you spoke to and, and I saw you got stories and and, and stuff on the uh, Facebook page. How did, how, what's, is there a common thread? Like how do, how'd they get into this industry? Yeah. <laughs> Most of us just, gosh, I don't, we all just ended up here, really. We all just ended up here. I don't think any of us meant to be here, but we all just ended up here. Whether it was an opportunity or we knew somebody, um, we all really just ended up here. I was pre-med, um, I was going through a divorce, so I moved home. I answered an ad on monster.com. And next thing I know, I'm selling pens from Souvenir Line with logos on them. And now here I am. I'm recording a podcast on the number one podcast in our industry. And <laughs> I'm a sales rep for SNS Activewear. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, would agree. I mean, I think that's, I don't think it's just veterans. Though. I think that's people in this industry. It's everybody. Too. I think everyone just you ends know? up here. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite questions to ask, and not to get off topic, but one of my favorite questions to ask people uh, when I first meet them in this industry is, you know, how, how did you get involved? Because everybody's got a different, unique story, and nothing's like, oh, God, yeah, man, I couldn't wait to sell, you Went know, such school. and such. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm glad that you had said that. Um, you know, Stephen, about hiring a veteran, because I wasn't, when when we first talked about this topic, I wasn't really thinking in that light as far as, you know, people that work for the company. I'm thinking, um, you know, just whatever. And we've, we've actually, at Headware, we've had a couple veterans that have worked uh, for us in the past, and we currently have one now. And, uh, you know, I, it's awesome that, you know, they've been great employees as well. I mean, I think people in the military, like, <laughs> Honestly, we should be thanking the military for training uh, these these folks because uh, they're just they're they're great employees. Tegan uh, has turned out to be a very great asset for us, 
and I'm sure you'll find that uh, to be the case probably for, for your new hire as well. Are you finding that they're just taking the lead on stuff? Are they just, are they coming up with new ideas? What are they doing um, that makes them stand out from the other employees? You asking me? Yeah, that you think, you know, they contributes from the military, their military experience. Yeah, yeah. So um, the position that uh, that we hired Tegan for uh, was basically a a kind of a non-existent um, position for us in the past. Uh, it had been filled by one other person, but it was uh, sort of short-lived. So basically, they've had to create everything from scratch as far as what that position is, what mm-hmm. defines that position, the processes and procedures in place. And luckily, uh, you know, some of the stuff that he, you know, he was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think I've had enough coffee either. OCD. Very, very, <laughs> pro- very proficient in yeah. in uh, Excel and spreadsheets and stuff like that, I guess, from, from some of the training in, in his particular field uh, in, in the military. And uh, he's just been able to bring some of that on board and the skills that he's brought, um, you know. But, again, it's just, you know, the, the way that the military trains folks, uh, you know, I think just the structure and the, the camaraderie mm-hmm. and all that, I mean, I think it's just a huge asset to any company. It is. Yeah, we, I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to chime in. Um, one of the things, as someone who, who does a lot of hiring and things like that, and I've done quite a bit of it, when I speak with a veteran, I mean, obviously, I'm always in awe of not only the service, but the sacrifice. And, and every veteran, from my perspective, um, that service is a sacrifice. You sacrifice uh, some of your time, you so, and, and a lot of times a lot more than that, regardless of, of where you served and what exactly, in what capacity. The one thing that always strikes me when I speak with veterans um, is I'm always in awe of how they can overcome adversity. Um, and I think, and Meg, you can tell me if I'm wrong. So I, I, I grew up, my, my two cousins who I was very close to, both career Marines. Um, 20 years in, both were you know successful in, in the Marines. And the amount of adversity that they were able to co- overcome in the military just to grow, um, help them once they got out of the military, become incredibly successful. Because they, you know, they'd seen so much. They'd been through so much. Yeah. I agree. I think you, you hit the nail on the head when you talk about sacrifice. Like when I was in the Navy, I think I just had my oldest daughter, Courtney, and she was, I was, I only got six weeks, by the way, for, you know, mm-hmm. um, maternity leave. And then when she was four months old, I had to leave. I had to leave her for six months. And I don't think most people understand what that's like for a mother. And I'm, I'm father too, right. but you know, for somebody that was very close with her children, and you know, loves them with everything, every you know, straw of being in, in their hearts. I, it was so incredibly difficult for me, and I think because we don't take those things for granted anymore, right. and we know how quickly something can change. And I think knowing that sacrifice and knowing I've been through it and I've done it and I've become stronger because of it just just makes me so much more stronger in that type of setting. Well, it's one of those things, you know, I think that the prevailing thing we say to veterans is thank you for your service. And I've actually changed that. So if I'm walking through an airport or, um, you know, sometimes giving up a seat on a plane or whatever, when I run into a veteran, I always say thank you for your sacrifice. And I don't know if that's more meaningful, less meaningful. Sometimes I get these looks like, are you on crack? But to (laughs) me, it makes so much more sense to thank someone for the sacrifice service seems to be, it's like, well, hey, thank you for showing up 
Thank you for doing something that was easy. <laughs> right. Thanks for. Whereas <laughs> when I look at you know people who do serve in the military, it is like I said, it's a complete sacrifice. It's being away from your family. It's not being able to watch a ball game. It's sometimes putting yourself in harm's way. It's not you know it's it's all manner of things. So. I don't know. I'd love to get your perspective, Meg. I mean, if someone said thank you for your sacrifice as opposed to thank you for your service, how would you take that? I would be like, wow, they get it. And okay. that's, I would literally just, I, I might have those crazy eyes looking at you because I'd be, I would really take a second and think about what you just said. And I would be like, wow, they, they get it. And I would thank them because it, it is, there's, there's long work days when we're out to sea. We're, we're working 12 hours on, 12 hours off. We have a four hour watch on our 12 off. So we're literally working 16 hours a day and we don't see our families. We might pull into port once a month and have a beer and that's our release. That's literally all you have. So I think that work ethic um, translates very well into the real world. We work really hard because we don't, we don't know what sleep is anyway. And I think, you know, we were talking about productivity. You're more, you know, productive in the morning and I am at night. I did my time is what I tell people. I'm not a a 4am kind of person or even a a 6am kind of person. I did my time, and that's I'm standing by that. So <laughs> good for you. Yeah. So Meg, Meg were you which uh, branch were you in? I was in the Navy. Okay. So uh, I wanted to also give a quick shout out to my my dad, who was in the Navy for nine oh. years, uh, who's with the the company as well. Um, he was a, a submarine uh, nuke. Nuke. Tech. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, he, so, but yeah, I can I can imagine. Um, he's told me stories where basically. Since I was two months, you know, the, the next two years, he was basically gone. Um, you know, so it was, you know, he was back, obviously, when they were in port, things like that. But just mo- majority of the time he was out to sea or underwater. So yeah, I can, I can understand. The nukes are out way longer. Um, and we had an, we actually had two nuclear power plants on our boat, and I was part of the nuke program. But oh, cool. they don't let females uh, go aboard submarines it's just too close quarters well, maybe they do now i don't know I have, i'm not in the loop anymore but um i do right now there's unfortunately a trend of suicide that's going around um for these veterans and it's it's very sad and it's a, they see a lot and it's all the first responders too and I, I they can't really cope with what they're seeing it's more emotional stress and it's you close your eyes it's what you see and i think there are a lot of programs out there, but a lot of people don't want to reach out and ask for help. So if you know a veteran or a first responder and you see them struggling, they may have too much pride to actually reach out. And I'm pretty sure that's most likely what it's going to be. So if you know somebody, thank them for their sacrifice. Let them know that you're there and maybe just listen to them. Like like I said, I was on the phone with Bob Perkins today and I just was listening to him. Listen to him tell the stories and he had a couple of war stories, and I think he just wanted someone to talk to. You know, he, I know he's had a rough month with his health, and I think just listening to a fellow uh, shipmate or soldier was just what he needed. And sometimes it's all we need is just someone to talk to. That's a great. Um, that's a great thing to uh, express because there is a high suicide rate among mm-hmm. veterans. I, um, my wife's grandfather, sorry, my wife's great uncle, was a bombardier in World War II. And he never taught. I remember I was, his name was Paul, and he was just this delightful man. And I'll never forget he and I were sitting around a kitchen table at Thanksgiving one year. And I was always told, you know, Paul never talks about being in the service. Paul never wants to talk about that. And I'm like, I want to know. I'm sorry, I'm a history guy, and I want to know. And I asked him, and he sat there for 
maybe five hours and we probably had 10 beers each and he told me all sorts of stories Love it. And, and things that just i could get emotional i mean my, my, my i'm getting goosebumps just talking about it and he he and people were like why did you tell bill you never told any of us and he said you never asked never asked, mm. never asked. Mm. and in his uh in his will he left me his bombardier jacket, Aww. which I still have. And I treasure that because, you know, every, we all wanted to see it, right? He had a cool <laughs> bombardier jacket from the 40s, and this thing is the coolest thing I own. Mm-hmm. And it's in storage and in a safe place. But I think the thing is you have to ask. You can't expect people to want to share those things because sometimes they are difficult. He shared some very difficult things that he saw yeah. in, in, during during uh, World War II. So I think that's a great point, Meg, to bring up. So I think we can all agree that veterans make wonderful leaders, wonderful employees, wonderful collaborators, wonderful partners. Do we have some people maybe we want to give a shout-out to that we know in the industry who are veterans? I definitely do. I actually have a list, and I'm sure it's just a, the icing um, or the tip of the iceberg. But um, I'd like to thank these people very quickly, and I'm all about celebrating our veterans on this Veteran Day. Um, so Bob Perkins, I will start with him. He was uh, in the Army. And I'm, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Some of these people, I only have their names. Some of them, I have what they did and how when they served. So I, it's going to be a little mix and match here. But Bob Perkins, 1967 to 99, U.S. Army vet. His wife, also a Vietnam vet, and he met her there. Her name is Marianne, 40, and they've been together 49 years. So thank you both. What's he doing in the industry? Do you know? Um, he, he owns uh, premiums and specialties here in South Jersey. Nice. Very yeah, cool. ASI guy. Um, so Don Kenner, U.S. Army, 1959 to 1962. Thank you. Walter Kurt, our buddy Walter. Uh, his father was actually a World War II vet. Um, Brian Bradfield, Vietnam. Daryl Jones, 26-year Navy vet. Hoorah. Uh, Dan Stenchever, and I apologize if I am totally botching your guys' names. I apologize. Uh, Navy, 1973. Steve Kennedy, Air Force. Craig Stevens, Army. Drew Burkhalter, Air Force Reserves from 69 to 75. Our good friend Larry Stadmiller, USAF, 1964 to 1968. Ryan Book, currently serving in the National Guard. Skip Hendrick, U.S. Navy, 68 to 72. Paul Griffiths, Air Force, 87 to 96. Tony Tuso, John Bagwell, Danny Kelly, Coast Guard, 66 to 72. Liz Anderson, United States Air Force, 30 years. Hoorah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Our friend Scott Stokes, Army. Dave Holden, 68 to 69, U.S. Army. He was a military police. Jeff Rogers, I have 75th down. Um, Sean Freeman, did four years in the Air Force in public affairs from 86 to 90 and was a sergeant when he got out. Peter Hertz, 66 to 68. Gerald Piggott. United States Navy, 73 to 79, Bob Hill, Air Force, Jonathan Irvin, Army, and a friend of mine who was actually on the same boat that served with me, but I didn't even know him until pretty recently, (laughs) uh, Shannon Allison. And um, I think we all have a mutual friend, Ben Taylor, United Mm -hmm. States Marine Corps. Is that right, Bill? That is correct. Ben served in the Marines. Yeah. 
And uh, last but not least, obviously myself. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, definitely not and, least. Uh, definitely not least. And we know we're missing. Oh, there's uh, so many of them. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's impossible. So please don't be offended if we didn't mention your name. I think it would be. I think we would all agree that um, we're all in debt. Um, as you you know, being fortunate enough to win the lottery of being born a United States citizen, we're all in debt of every veteran who's ever served this great country of ours. And we do thank you for your sacrifice very much. Meg, what a great topic and so awesome that you brought it to our attention. Um, so thank you very, very much. Um, with One last thing I'd like to yeah. say. With this, with this um, uh, podcast dropping on Veterans Day, I'd like to put this out there. If you know a veteran, if someone works with you that's a veteran, I challenge you to just go up to them and thank them for their sacrifice. Put your hand on their shoulder, give them a hug, shake their hand, and look them in the eye. And you know what? Maybe they'll tell you a story about their time in the service. Maybe they'll just look at you with those crazy eyes, but deep down they will appreciate that you took the time out and acknowledged them. And that's, sometimes that's all it's about. We're, we're all unsung heroes. We're not, we don't really want the recognition. We did it because... It's just in our bones. It's in our DNA. It's we did. You know, a lot of us have veterans that are family family members that are veterans. You know, my my grandfather was a captain of his ship, and nobody else in my family was. I had four brothers, and I kind of felt like it was my duty to step up. It's just built into us. So, where that veteran that you may know may not want to talk about it, just thank him anyway. Thank him or her for their service. And last but not least, not only are the veterans people that we need to thank, are also their husbands and wives. They play a big part in supporting the veterans while they're out there serving our country and protecting us and fighting for our freedom. So the military husbands and wives also play a big part in the success. Absolutely. They make, uh, in many ways, just as much of a sacrifice, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. As, as the actual veterans. Again, Meg, thank you. What a great topic. Uh, thank you again. And thank you to our sponsor in Hall's ID line. Remember, if you want to get that uh, in on that free self-promo offer, go to selfpromo.idline.com. Upload your artwork, your specific details, and they're going to produce 100 free race ticket calendars. And that's going to keep your information in front of your clients for 366 days next year. Again, great podcast, hey, guys. Really enjoyed hey this. Jeff, would you like to say something? I, I would, actually, before you cut it off. Uh, yep. I know because I know you know you and I were just at uh, LDW a couple weeks ago. We were. And, uh, <gasps> yes. Course, we had a phenomenal speaker in Dan Nevins. Uh, so I'd actually like to thank him for his sacrifice. Yes. And the story I wish I could he... have gone just to meet him. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off. That no, was you're really, fine. What a phenomenal speaker. You, you definitely Sorry. missed out. Phenomenal yeah. speaker, incredible story, uh, a huge sacrifice. And, uh, you know, a way to give back to your veterans. Uh, Dan Nevins, if you're not familiar, you can look up uh, Sweda and their Basecamp brand. Uh, and sort of uh, Dan Nevins is the, the brand ambassador for Basecamp. And it's sort of a way to uh, sort of help give back to veterans in the military. Uh, so I would encourage you guys to just take a look at that as well. And, uh, you know, if you're interested and uh, get involved that way. Absolutely. Great. Thank you for bringing that up, Jeff. That's awesome. That was. Uh, Good call. Awesome. Again, guys, great podcast. Thank you guys very much. Thank you to all the veterans for your sacrifice uh, from the bottom of our hearts, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.